Starting now. Starting now, Frank. Don't fuck it up. I feel like you're fucking this up. Are you there? Yes. Don't fuck it up. I won't. (laughs) Don't be the main character of this episode. Don't fuck it up. I'm I'm scared you're recording me before the goddamn intro. Before you just drop like a a whole slew of racial slurs. That somebody else was saying. It was a quote. It was a quote that was telling you. Uh huh. (laughs) I want to kill you. Oh, you bastard. (laughs) Phoenix West, the Twilight Zone episode review show. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LAW, the Twilight Zone Review, episode 41. Today's episode is 205, The Howling Man. I'm joined by my own Howling Man. I'm Phoenix West. I'm joined by Frank. Frank Lynx. Frank? Hi. Hi. Oh, wow. Phoenix. Wow. Oh, God. Wow, that was that a was, stretch. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> Very bad. I'm not even going to say no. I'm just going to move on. Okay, this episode is something else. I gotta admit, I don't really remember this episode before I watched it. I had the same kind of feeling towards it, yeah. But then once it started going, I'm like, oh yeah, this is really, for some reason, a legendary uh, episode. People revere this one. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I... Heard the title. I, I've seen the episode before, obviously. I've seen them all a couple times. But I like to watch The Twilight Zone every, like, five, six, seven years or so. Just so I, just long enough where I forget a lot of it, you know? It's, it's, I just like to be a little surprised every time I watch it, basically. But this one, I didn't remember any of it, really. I, don't, I, don't, I, I wasn't really even aware of it, apparently. And I kind of <laughs> like that. I'm not, I like that little surprise. I have a theory on that, by the way. What's that? All right. So, you know how Rod always picks, like, the weirdest, wackiest, dumbest, like, character names? And almost like like Bookman and he's a librarian. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But our main character in this, uh, you know, episode, his, just, his name's David Ellington. It has, it's just a name. Yeah. So, chances are he didn't write it. And he didn't. This is a Matheson, or, I mean, Charles Beaumont one. There you go. All right. Well, I just, I've seen it before. Like I said, don't really remember a whole lot about it. It starts off with this. I like the opening. It had like this weird thunder lightning going through the window thing. The main character whips around and he does this direct to camera plea. He's like, You gotta believe me. I'm like, Dude, motherfucker, calm down. I didn't get a chance (laughs) to hear your story yet. Jesus Christ. He's already pleading with me. He's like, this happened on a night just like tonight. It was just before, just after World War One, though. I was lost. And then the next ten minutes of the episode are him explaining to different um, homeless men how lost he is. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> sheep herders. Yeah, sheep herders. <laughs> uh, yeah, technically, I mean, if you're going for a little bit of a biblical allegory here, they do. They are. They are sheep herders. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of with that dumb stick. I mean, unless they work at a theater and they need to pull people off of it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're working at the Apollo, though. No. No. Not not here. Was it John Carradine, right? Yeah. As a matter of fact, it was. Yep. 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 Yeah. The, uh, The father. 
He's explaining how lot he was lost in this weird country. I don't, I don't, I don't remember if he even says what country he was in. He just said he was lost. It was very vague, which immediately makes me believe he's lying. But he, he goes in. The, he goes to this door. Um, this guy answers the door. He looks just like fucking Moses. And the Moses is just like, dude, fuck off. Get the fuck out of here. Like we don't allow strangers. Get the fuck out of here. We don't allow that. Just get you know, move on. And the guy's like, you don't understand. I'm lost. But you don't get it. I'm really lost. And he just keeps saying over and over how lost he is. And I'm like, why would that? The the fifth time you say you're lost, why would that mean? Oh yeah, come on in. I don't understand it. <laughs> Well, now you're not lost. You know exactly where you're at. <laughs> yeah, welcome to my creepy manor, which we're going to give you like very, really vague, mysterious rules. And we're uh, half Amish as well because we have no facial hair above our lip, but everywhere else. <laughs> well, uh, John Carradine does. He's got the he's got the mustache, moustache. Oh well, the first guy he meets uh, yeah, is, is pretty guy. Amish looking. Yeah, he he uh, gets led into this castle. They look around, he hears some howling, he goes over, and then he finds this guy who's locked in a cell, and he's like, they locked me up because I was out with my wife, and then I kissed her. And that's it. They're crazy. They're crazy, <laughs> yeah. I tell you. It's like, who locks someone up for kissing? Who does that? I'm like, okay. Is it a crime to be in love? <laughs> <laughs> they locked up my heart. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and Ellington, when he when he comes in there, man, does, he really sells the, you know, well, you know, I need like you know help bring me to the bed or something like that. I don't know. He keeps on like, oh, and by the way, you know, another gallon of Vaseline in this one. <laughs> oh yeah, this is this is one of those episodes where they slather it on their face. Oh yeah. He the 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 howling man basically says that Brother Jerome beats him. Oh yeah, yeah. He beat well. He beats him with a stick. So the, you know, yeah. the, because he's in a sheep pen. They're, they're supposed to be like monks, I guess. I, I, it just this episode was. It wasn't bad. It was just like, what are you going for here? <laughs> well, they're going for you know. Uh, they captured uh, a very important person, and they're holding him there so he does not, uh, you know, uh, run around the world because he can't. He shouldn't. Yeah. So Moses is sitting at, you know, in the Oval Office. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, that's what I kind of thought when I first saw it. Like, that's one great desk. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, oh, God. He tells this story. <laughs> My first thought was when they first introduced all these guys was, wow, the wig budget must have almost bankrupted CBS. Because it is just... <laughs> It is just a storm of wigs, both on their chin and their head. Well, see, that's why we got, you know, the thing about machines. They save yeah. money on that. You got for to. the wigs. They had one they, guy they, with a with a razor on a string pulling it on the stairs, and that's how they that's how they sold a, an action sequence. And that guy was a steady puller too. <laughs> he was fooled me. Yeah. The uh, but he takes him into the room. Uh, this. I called one guy Moses, the first guy, and then I called uh, John Carradine God because he just had the whiter <laughs> beard. So I just called him God because that's what they're going for, right? And he, uh, he, speaks yeah. to, he speaks to Ellington about how he met this guy. He was search- he, first of all, he's searching throughout this village for a while, and he noticed things are getting bad and shit's going 
shit's going downhill. And he's like, I kept seeing this guy staring at me in the crowd. I kept seeing him. He's everywhere. He was the devil. So I captured him, and here he is in that room. He's like, what? I, I didn't get it. Because he kept going, <laughs> that that's, that's, that's no, man. <laughs> yeah, the, the God guy kept going. He kept doing, like, the vagaries where he's like, Ellington would go, you have a man locked up in there. And he goes, that's no man. I keep telling you, that's no man. And I was like, okay, yeah. I get it. <laughs> like, tell your fucking story already. Oh, God. It's the devil. <laughs> yeah. And uh, at first I thought he's a werewolf. I'll be honest. <laughs> I didn't know where they're going with this. Again, I remember nothing of this episode. Well, I kept hearing the howling man, and then he kept howling, and he has the, the fucking facial hair and the hair. And they locked him up, and he kept saying, that's no man. So I'm like, oh, he's a werewolf. All right. And nope, he's the devil. <laughs> like, he's just the devil. And he keeps howling every day for five years, and the guy's going crazy. <sighs> I, I, I love when Ellington first meets the howling man. For some reason, the howling man is turned around, like, uh, you know, arms out, and just staring at the wall. And then turns <laughs> around and leaps. Yeah. Adam and his entire goddamn arm right up to yeah. his armpit goes through this fucking gate. Yes, the he's door. holding him there. Very, very uh, with, with with a staff, a staff <laughs> of truth. Uh, very reachable uh, from that window, by the way. And that's yeah, that's the whole ending of this, which was I I, I liked the ending, but also I was like, okay, I get it. Like, it was just a bit much for me. I was like, I get what you're going for. I get it. Understood. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, John Carradine turns around. And he goes, "That's the man. That's the devil." And then there's a lightning cue slash music, you know, music cue. It all starts at once. Yeah, dun dun dun, like that sort of thing. Yeah. And they start walking around. You know, he's just trying to over-explain how he's the devil and how he's not crazy to Ellington. And was, I'm like, this is shot on like an, an empty Frankenstein set. It just looks the exact same. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's and there's always fog for some reason. Very <laughs> foggy there inside this building. Yeah. yeah, they're inside a building and it's there's fog. <laughs> yeah, I will say this. One thing I really liked about this episode, I don't know if you noticed, was that it's very fluid with the camera movements. There's not a lot of cuts. It's all blocking and stage like staging, and then the camera moving with them, and it's most of it's done in one take. The only time it doesn't was when Ellington sits down, and they cut to him, but then they cut right back to John Carradine doing the same speech. So I I like that sort of stuff. I like when they don't just you know dialogue cut to this character doing dialogue, cut to that character doing dialogue over the shoulder shot. Like I don't need to see that every single time. But so I liked it the fact they got a little creative with the camera work. I like that stuff. It's where they get a compliment. Yeah, I mean a lot of a lot of still frames, you know, back forth, back forth, yeah. face shots, you know. But um, I did. It was like two things right away. It was like okay, n- hardly any guards. Well, none. None. Most Not of even the time. Yeah. Yeah, and you know the stick is very reachable. I I, I was just like uh, okay, that's weird. Yeah, they kind of explain it though. The um, oh yeah. I mean, he, you know, it's right on the nose. I mean, they, he, he, you know, he asks and he gets an answer. Yeah. But he doesn't believe it because he thinks he's a, a nutbag. I can't blame him. 
<laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I wouldn't believe him either. But I love the fact that he gives a super convincing after the, after God goes, he was the devil. He kept showing up at this town. And uh, so I locked him up, and here he is. And, and then Ellington goes, I believe you. I <laughs> won't let him out. So go ahead and feel free to turn your back on me and let me wander around this place just just at my at my heart's desire. I believe you. And then God's like, yeah, okay, cool. He said it. He said the words. I'll go ahead and leave him alone. Fucking idiots. I, so obviously lying to them. Well, yeah, because just whenever he kind of felt like it, he'd be totally normal. And then all of a sudden, just grab his head and go, oh, oh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> So Ellington questions go- I don't want to answer. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Ellington goes after he convinces God, who's a fucking dildo, and, and just believes whatever the hell he's told. He he uh, goes and steals the keys from another sleeping monk, who I believe is Moses. And then he um he steals the keys, walks over to the cage which uh, the Howling Man's kept, and he's just like, "I'm gonna let you go." Wait a minute. Is this all that's holding you in spot? Which is what you were mentioning. It's just like one of their uh, their sheep herding sticks. Just, yeah, just held there. No, a little piece not of wood. just one. It was the staff of truth. <laughs> is that what it was? They that's said what that. Called it. Oh. Yeah. So it's again, it's more of that allegory stuff where it's it, it's beyond what you. It's beyond more. It's it's more than what you would just see. You know, it's not just a stick there. It's not like a whole broom. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, you could have added more, though. You know what I mean? Like, if if they were really trying to keep this guy in this cell, and then someone showed up to, uh, they didn't believe him, like you said, put a guard there. Put a couple guards. Put a fucking lock, a lock and chain on that fucking thing. I don't know. Do something more than just, eh, here's a light stick. <laughs> but it's the staff of truth. <laughs> yeah, I get that. But when you're going to just... <laughs> Whoop, there's a staff of truth, and you're free, devil. Your stakes are a little too high for this. Don't just put the staff of truth there. Put the staff of a uh, random white guy can't show up and remove you. Put that, <laughs> put that fucking staff there. Do something. A fucking gym, a gym locker. I guess. A gym locker padlock would have, been, would have been better than this fucking thing. <laughs> it's so all stupid. about leverage, though, really, when it comes yeah. down to it. Uh, so and he's just like, well, you could remove this, and he's like, yeah, but I can't. I need your help, and that would have been it for me if I were him. Like I, I wouldn't believe his bullshit story, the uh, the monk, the god monk. But at this point, I would have been like, you can just lift that up, and I would have been like, okay, so lift it up then. And he's like, I can't. And you go, okay, you're probably really the devil then. And that would have been yeah. enough for, to fool me, to to or to convince me, I should say. I mean, brother Jerome looks really committed, <laughs> yeah. not for nothing. <laughs> I mean, he's all in on this one. He's got 80 years <laughs> with a beard built up there. He's in this for the long run. Oh, yeah. I mean, Ugh. yeah. Just, Boxes yeah. Of, of beard glue, you know? Yeah. So um, <laughs> he lets him go, right? And then he... <laughs> Sorry, the Howling Man, his little uh, hand gestures after he lets him out, where he's just like, eh, on the ground with you. Yeah, I'm a wizard. He does that sort of shit. Then he makes the... Uh, Ellington kind of, fall to the ground. <laughs> I, he, I, do, not for nothing, but were you... I mean, I automatically went to Palpatine with the lightning bolts thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought of right away. Yeah, it was, it was something. <laughs> he, 
He definitely, oh my god, it's so stupid looking. He's just, eh, he just like twists his hand, and Ellington's like, oh, and falls on the ground in pain. He's yeah. the devil. That's what he does. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's kind of lame for the devil, but that's the sixth well, devil. It's pre-omen devil. And just in case him being the devil wasn't driven home, we got a really cool pillar to pillar, just. Uh, clothing change here. <laughs> clothing change, and then the horns would would appear more in his head. Oh, and then they got longer, and I'm like longer. I'm like, don't please not. Oh, there's another pillar. Oh no, <laughs> is yeah. he gonna have a tail by the end of this? <laughs> he might have. I didn't look that closely. He had a cape, that's for sure. Oh, he's a devil. devil. And he's just like, go. yeah, I'm gonna fly off, and then he leaves. Yeah. And then the god monk shows up, and he's just like. Uh, what you did is, is a sin against modern man. You, you've let us all down. What, every, you're going to look back on this moment and think, I fucked up, basically. Like, <laughs> like I'm a piece of shit. And he's like, I'm like, this is not your fault, dude. This is not a man's fault. This is God's fault at this point. <laughs> like, if you're really a God, stop him. Just end it. But no, you're going to let this guy think he fucked up this bad for the rest of his life. So much so that he literally spends the rest of his life tracking this fucking guy down. Well, because he, because you know, brother Jerome put so much guilt into yeah, that's him. That's what I'm saying. Like, like every like, death from yeah. now till the end of eternity until he's locked back up is your fault. <laughs> like, the rest wow, of humanity's sins are on you. Yeah, like that's oh my a God. big load to throw on my shoulders when I just needed a place to stay uh, out yes. of the storm here. <laughs> I, was, I was lost. I, I what they're going for is super like biblical allegory. Like I said, like he's lost. You get it. You get it. Like as far as with his faith, he shows yeah. up. He and then the monks and he doesn't believe him and he betrays him and then he realizes he has to go back on the path. It is super sub super super biblical allegory. Hint 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 the whole fucking way through. I get it. I get it. I just don't put this on him. <laughs> like it's just whatever. Oh. It's all about faith. Remember, he's born with sin. Yeah. So, and then he cuts. It cuts back to modern day when he's doing his little believe me story, and he's got the old man makeup on. All he did was uh, highlight his wrinkles in his forehead, and they put a little pepper (laughs) in his hair, salt and pepper. And he's basically telling this this story to a maid about how he has the devil behind this door, and again, it's in a little small hook. He had a little little tiny one though. This guy. He had. He had the junior staff of truth. Yeah, he had the uh, the the knife of truth. It was like <laughs> yeah. a, it was the baby the version. dagger of truth. Yeah, it was the. <laughs> oh man, it was so so small. Like poor guy. Yeah, and then he has it over there. And the the okay, this maid. I I hope she gets raped and murdered. Is that wow. all right? Is that all right to say? Well, Be- because here's what how- she sees. Sorry. No, go ahead. What he saw. Ellington back in the day was a a man pleading with him through the door like please they're fucking torturing me please help me he did the right thing in his mind at the moment right what she yeah. saw was goddamn nothing because he held, Ellington later on held the, the the devil behind a door so she saw nothing all she heard was the howling and screaming behind the door and she's like you know what I'm gonna let this thing out of here not knowing it's if it's even human or not so fuck her. Fuck this lady. Wow. I don't know. Fuck her. So, I don't care. Well, it, well, and plus, I mean, like, how long has it been since the devil got a piece? So, you know, 
I'm not saying he's not a gentle lover. I'm just saying, you know, she deserves whatever he, he gives her. Uh, the devil's not a gentle lover, man. He might act like he is at first, but then he tricks you. That's the whole thing. Yeah, that's fine. I saw Al Pacino in Devil's Advocate. He was... That's exactly where I pulled that from. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Love that movie. Whatever happens to her, she deserves. That's all I'm saying. Cherise Theron was so fucking hot. Right. So was, so was uh, Pacino. Oh, yeah, he was, dude. <laughs> I definitely... Yeah, yeah, right on my knees. So, uh, yeah, uh, uh, so... And then Ellington is like telling them this, like a lot of narration by Ellington in this uh, episode. A lot yeah. of like, you know, yeah, a lot of like in his head narration. The most I frantic narration. You got to believe me. Yeah. He says, just it's like God or brother's room, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> when he says it. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that. It's kind of, you know, mirroring what Jerome told him. That's that's fine. I just I like this episode, but I don't know. It's kind of not really fun to talk about, I guess. And and the ending just kind of always, but you know, uh, you know, Rod with the ending, right? It's just like it goes uh, ancient folk saying, "You can catch the devil, <laughs> yeah. but you can't hold him for long." Ask Brother Jerome, ask David Ellington. They know, and they'll go on knowing. To the end of their days and beyond. In the twilight zone. <laughs> uh, is that what? A, is that a saying? That's what he says at the end of this episode. Well, I remember when my grandpa was dying, he was like, to see now, you can catch the devil. You can't hold him for long. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean, old man? And I never got any answers, but now I know, you know? Well, I was, I'm glad I, I was able to bring you closure on that, man. Um, I, I'm... I mean, I went on a long journey that led me across many nations and across many different devils behind many different doors that I, I let yeah. all of them go. Maybe I'll think that through next time. Is that why your stick was so small at the end there? Because you just kept on using them and using them? Yeah, like, it, from dragging it around, it just it gets shorter. <laughs> Man, this episode is just... It wasn't bad. It was just kind of like, okay. <laughs> now what? Right on. Moving on. Charles Belmont, I mean, he's a legend, sure. Okay. Yeah. I can see this being a better short story than an episode. I think it was. Yeah. I, I read it. Have, have you? You say you wrote it? I read it. No, oh, no. No. It's it's about five paragraphs long. I would imagine. This There's is all the beat points. <laughs> oh, God. Let's get out of here, Frank. This is... Um, yeah, the Howling Man, the uh, Howling Staff man. of Truth, Ellington, and a bunch of Amish guys just they 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 failed. Yeah, <laughs> this episode debuted November fourth, nineteen sixty. By the way, I don't think I've said that yet. I was actually surprised <sighs> you did. <sighs> Here we go. Now you know. I was going. I was going to, but then we just kept on going. I was like, eh, yeah, I got a little. Uh, we were we were talking for a while there. I got a little sidetracked. Anyway, you want to do your plugs? Uh, way Off Topic Radio, the Indie Sports Car Podcast.com for all social media there. And uh, wherever, wherever you're, you know, it's a podcast. So listen to where podcasts are played. There you go. There you go. Figure it out, you assholes. Yeah. I mean, if you want to listen to it so damn bad, you do it yourself. Yeah, figure it out. Do your own goddamn homework. You have Google, right? 
Yeah, who doesn't? Uh, LIWstudios.com or YouTube.com slash Lordy Wonderland. Go check out all the shows. Shitty Movie Showdown, American, Hack from the Future. Cagecast. Uh, Nick Cagecast, which just merged with Shitty Movie Showdown. Go check them out. They're all fun. Rate, rate and review on iTunes. Share with a friend. We appreciate it. And that is it for The Howling Man. Ow. Ouch. This episode hurt. <laughs> oh. Yep. Until yep. next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West with Frank saying so long, citizens. <laughs>